Welcome to Go Home Eat, a sports entertainment coming off a hot Money in the Bank ladder match special event on the Peacock Network. Yes. And Raw starts out hot because John Cena arrived at the end to go nose to nose with Roman Reigns. Therefore, he should be on Raw. Yes, and he should come out for 10 minutes and talk. Because God knows what I've been missing about my live shows is more talking from John Cena. Can't get too much Cena, man. Woo! Missed it. Missed it. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so new and different. Well, Roman will address that. I know. He did a great job. Beautifully God, oh, I loved him. it. Oh, I was loving it. But didn't it feel like when I was watching this, and it, it'll... You'll hear more. You'll hear. You'll hear much more about this on the SmackDown Pod if you choose to listen to that. Um, it almost felt like John was significantly trying to be a retread of himself, even though he can be a retread of himself anyway. Mm, he I like usually this. he usually will. You're trying to make yeah. He, he usually will at mm. least change up the game a little bit with what he's saying. Yeah, and you could have inserted any other challenge he's ever had other than like punk Mm -hmm. insert any of their names yes in romans and it would have been the same and i think he does that anyway a little bit i think he gets a little bit of i'm not a huge look i like cena i like cena he's been on my tv a lot Mm -hmm. i don't i think he went from a a hogan warrior style competitor kind of to to a pretty doggone good wrestler and a, and a decent storyteller in the ring. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that he has had moments where he really does well on a stick, but I think the idea that he is one of the top seven to 12 talkers of all time is a little crazy. No. Because he does kind of get in his odd he- Southern Marine he he wrestles he wrestles about three different matches and he does them great. <laughs> yes. Okay, okay, fair enough. He does them spectacularly. He is very good at those three matches. And he does about I I three or four different kinds of promos. And at those he is spectacular and he can be he can be clever when going back and forth with a oh dude he can tear somebody up dude he can tear somebody up and what really i was really impressed with was the versatility he showed when working with bray wyatt he has versatility i think that they just never have pushed him in the wrestling part of it because i've seen him do other stuff now and that dude right can do stuff mm-hmm. but He's charismatic. He can do more than. But you only see it in Hollywood. Yeah, you don't see. Or Bray. Yeah, you don't see it when he's he's still. Right, which is what I'm hoping. Well, we'll we'll get there in the other one, but I do kind of hope that after the blazing that Roman put on him at the end of that episode, we get mm-hmm. somebody not in jorts. We get mm-hmm. somebody with a little different. Like, you know, maybe leave the hat at yeah. the house. Maybe. I know they like to stay in the bag, but I'm pretty sure that merch that he put out last week got a significant enough bump that he could come out there and 
present himself completely different, which would align with the fact with what we saw at Mania. Yeah. When he would dealt with Bray, a different him, because the whole point of that was... You were supposed to recognize something. Right. You could have changed and changed the industry. Instead, you the industry is no better for having had you. Yes. You're better for having been in the industry. Yeah. Right. And, and uh, But anyway, let's move on, because I think we'll get into that. <laughs> I don't know what more we'll say. Now, he just basically says Roman's a jerk. Uh-huh. He uses the, a, the asshole part. But, Whoa, we're out of the PG area. Right, right, PG right. PG era, Kevin. Right. It's edgy. Yeah, the, the one thing I worry about with John is he does, he has always kind of buried his opponent. If yes. he can. Not necessarily in the ring. No, no, but no. on the stick. If he can do it, he, he will. And yeah. I worry, I, I had worried up until, uh, up until Roman got about four sentences in. Mm-hmm. I was worried, boy, Roman, you better bring it because John, yes. John will try to belittle you out there. Uh huh. And that is hard to counter, right? If you're not allowed to counter it, right? If Correct. You got to just stand there and take it. Yeah. Now, then we get this match: Morrison, AJ, almost versus Eric Ibar and Riddle. Uh, now we'll save the women's segments and the Lashley segments kind of back to back a little bit here. We will go probably go Lashley first and then the women's stuff. Um. And so I guess we're going to talk through the mid-card stuff here real quickly. Uh, what did you think of this? I thought this was fun. It really was. I had no problem with this. This was fun. You know who were, who were so showcased we in this? Started the ma- started the show with. Actually, they could have given me a few less minutes of John and just let this be five minutes longer. Yes. And I would then have loved it. You could have started the show with this, then John Cena come out and say something, and I would have been perfectly happy. Right. I just don't understand. Instead of getting hyped up to sit down to watch Raw because you had this really great wrestling show last night and mm-hmm. getting talking. Is that what you're saying? Mm-hmm. I, get, I get it. I yeah. get it. Um, I thought they showcased the Viking Raiders here. Yeah, that was who they were pushing. And like. sometimes I forget how good Eric is in the ring. Dude, those dudes are legit, man. <laughs> he was so uh, just re- – he, he kind of reminds me of Carl Anderson a little bit. I, I, I see that. I see that. Let me say something, though, too, because you just said something that I think is indicative of the WWE product in general, what you just said about the Viking Raiders. I forgot how good he was. I forgot how good that guy is in the ring. Right. How many of these guys do you forget how good they are in the ring because they don't get presented? Right. Right. Consistently, correctly, or with any sort of... There was a there was a significant amount of time there where the bulk of what we saw from them was not wrestling at all. No, and like for months. Well, and then old boy got hurt. Yeah, and that really because it it had been one thing if they had done that for months and then got into a program, lost that program, got into another one. Yeah, but quirk of life, mm-hmm. they did that, and then boom, get hurt on the heels of it. Now all of a sudden, it's like they're a new tag team. Yeah. Which is probably good in a way yes. for, for this moment in time, but not good for a career No, trajectory. longevity. Right, right, right. Um, the, the Viking Raiders wind up going over when, um, of course, WWE stands for shenanigans. Riddle comes down, grabs the squirt thing, and squirts almost. Drip stick, you mean? Yes. Yes, the drip stick. Yes. Yes. Inappropriately named. Or appropriate. I don't know. He squirts him, almost gets pissed, 
Morrison tries to save, almost tosses him like a child back into the ring and feeds him to the Viking Raiders who do the Viking experience. One, two, three. Yeah. Perfect. Uh huh. Done. Right. And we move on to a Symphony of Destruction match. Mm. You got any thoughts? Thoughts? Uh, it happened. Okay. You know what I always think about when I watch uh, Elias? What's that? He's the one guy that would benefit the most from leaving. Oh, God, yes. He's a really good wrestler. Dude, he's a great wrestler. He's a great talker. Every, that dude is money. This match was... Okay, they've been... I, I, you know, neither one of us are huge on rematches. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I'm not going to take away from the guys in this match. Even right. even Riker. Dude, they fought snug. Yeah. They, they did. Like, if they'd have given me this two weeks ago... Uh-huh. Because we've been seeing this for... A month now, a month and a half. Runaway. If Runaway. I got this, yeah. I, I do get that live audiences are coming back. We've got Money in the Bank. Maybe we say they're saving this because they want something mm-hmm. big for the post Money in the Bank show, some some form of spectacle. Maybe they could have took those guys off TV a little, and then brought this back. Like had them had them bump and, last week to set up this week instead well, of one of the things that NXT does so smartly is every you know two weeks. You know, you have one group of people does something one week, another group of people does something another week, then you go back to the first group of people, then you go back to the second group of people, and it just spreads things out better because they, they have to do it that way. But it actually gives stories a chance to breathe. And right. you don't end up with the endless repetition that you see. And you don't think, on, I, I saw this last week. Yes. Because even if, even if you were to say, Riker and... Elias do a talking segment last week, but don't touch. Mm-hmm. You know, even if you give him six minutes, boom, you guys bitch at each other, move on. Yeah. Right? That works. Yes. Instead I- of, they had a match this week, and match. but now that being said, this match, it was interesting to me too, when, when a boy got cut, they wrapped it up pretty quick. They yep. didn't do any close-ups of it, Mm-mm. which tells me it was an act. It was, it was not, it, it just happened. Yeah. Right. Well, no. Um, the, the the piano spot, obviously that was kind of neat. The, the, these things, but at this point we're a couple of these matches in, mm-hmm. so I, I'm always going to mark for running through a gong. Yeah, I mean it's a gong. Hitting with the cello, that was good. Yeah, if of the gimmick, goofy things outside the match to fight with matches, I do like the Symphony of Destruction match because it gives you a a medium of telling stories through sound and stuff that mm-hmm. you can get away, that you can do. With that right. kind of stuff. Hit you with a cymbal. Yeah. That kind of thing. Run into yeah. a gong, you know. Yeah. These things, you know, you can get across a little bit with the different. Also, uh, Corey Graves and, I don't know if you noticed last night, and Pat McAfee are doing this thing where they bring up old songs uh-huh. to try to out old song each other. He threw in New York State of Mind after the guy got hit with the keyboard right there. Yes. Somewhere in the, the somewhere in the evening, oh, during the eye bar match, uh-huh. somebody had a misstep, and he blurted out, "Guilty feet have got no rhythm." Oh my god! <laughs> a George Michael callback yes. that you needed on your Monday Night Raw, no and it's like the obscurities that what was it? I can't remember the one that McAfee had last night. Uh, been around the world and I, yeah, yeah, yes, I remember it now. <laughs> Lisa Stansfield, I believe. Wow, yeah, 
Yeah, I actually wrote down the song title somewhere, but I did not write down the name of the singer. But I, y'all Google that. And let me know if I'm right. Um, Mansoor asks. Okay, Brackett winds up winning. Yes, puts him through two tables. Mansoor winds up asking Peace and Sonia if he can team up with Ali. Doesn't inform Ali of that. They think it's a, a dual thing. This turns into they're going to be some form of a good cop, bad cop tag team. Ali seems frustrated, but eventually signs up when Mansoor says, you've taught me things. Why not teach them as my partner instead of costing me matches, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. I like this team kind of in a way. I don't see them being able to challenge for a championship or anything, but you never know. Ali's pretty doggone good. Well, Mansoor's not bad. No, they're both really good. And, you know, if you, there's no reason they couldn't other than Vincent Mann does not you know, they could win the NXT title. Yes, tell stories. Yes, it'd be crazy. Uh huh. They should <laughs> both go back. <laughs> okay, Sheamus versus Carrillo in what seems to be the Hundred Year War. I think they're telling the Hundred Year War story slowly but surely. Yeah, but it's not really much form. of a war because has Carrillo ever won a battle? He has. It depends on what you mean by battle. Has he ever not been left lying in a pool of his own slobber or blood by the end of the encounter? No, 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 no. He does have moments, and he's a really good wrestler. Oh God, the dude, this that my problem is not with my problem is the way they they book it. They why stupid. why am I watching Sheamus beat this guy up over and over? Well, this one's obvious because they. He's going to, con- you know, Damian Priest is going to continue to help Carrillo. Yeah, why not just have Damian just Priest move versus on to Sheamus? It. Well, I mean, Priest already has gone out there and saved Carrillo once. Yeah. We could have jumped, unless, I- I'm guessing, Priest is waiting on medical clearance. Maybe. You know, that's the best thing I think of, but it, um. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure that's it. <laughs> okay, let's move on to something else that was great. Gender in the ring. Yes. With the big boys, he's talking. He says it's Old his birthday. Gender. Happy birthday, Gender. Yeah, and he did and he was doing great. It was a lot of fun. He talks about how he cost, you know, McIntyre the mat, the money in the bank match. Thank you, Gender Mahal. Thank you, exactly. Shanky and Veer. Uh Veer decides to sing happy birthday to us. Uh beautiful. What a sweet voice he has. Dulcet tones. Yeah, and a uh, baby face for a guy that's like seven foot eleven. Yeah, and four hundred pounds. Got a little little kid face on him, and then um, <laughs> and then of course, fun sucker comes out. Oh my Drew god, Drew McIntyre. Is there anything this man will not ruin? Dude, did you by any chance watch the chair match on AEW? No, I didn't get to see that. Is that the one where Sean Spears got to use the chair and, and Jericho couldn't? It, it wasn't. I mean, it was okay. It was okay. Uh-huh. But my point to that was, like, Chris got hit a couple of times mm-hmm. with the chair. Drew wore this boy out. He broke two chairs on that boy's back. He hit him. Uh, the crowd counted 19 shots. And it mm-hmm. wasn't like, like, they were mad. Remember how people were mad at Seth for what he put a kendo stick on? Uh-huh. What about what this dude did to that kid's back? Yeah. <laughs> What that dude ever do to you, man? Yeah, and Seth's a bad guy. Yeah, you're you're a good guy, and he's just wearing this kid out. Forty chair shots, sw- full swings, bam, 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 to the point where the chair is grossly 
beaten up. Buddy, you better understand something. If we're going to do this out here, there's going to be something in the back for you. <laughs> Especially if I'm seven foot, seven foot and yeah, that angry. Was, that was that was ridiculous. Yeah, that could have been done with two shots. Two shots. Thanks, man. You're gonna create another Jake Snake over here. Yeah. <laughs> That's who he is. McIntyre is the new honky tonk man. <laughs> Out here trying to end careers. Fun sucker, Drew McIntyre, trying to ruin this poor kid. He does kind of remind me of like a, I don't mean this in a bad way, but he kind of Say reminds it. me of a like I'm what? Say it. Go ahead. Like I'm like a like a monster in a movie with the baby face. Yes. On it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Killer Cross. Uh, oh yeah, let's talk about this. That would be I think the the last male segment before we get to Bobby that we'll talk about. Um. Great video package to set him up as he Wonderful comes video to the ring. package. He yeah. comes to the ring. He's, he's without gonna... Scarlet, without his entrance. Yes, and then Jeff Hardy comes out. Jeff Hardy, how many matches has Jeff Hardy won recently? They pop with Jeff Hardy's older singles music. He tends to lose or be in feuds that go back and forth, back and forth, and then he loses. Um, to to my just off the cuff mm-hmm. recollection. And he gets about a what a three minute win here over one minute forty seconds, Kevin. Over the NXT champion. NXT champion. He cheated. <laughs> one minute forty seconds, Kevin. You know what's interesting about this? That dude's beat that dude's beat Adam Cole. That dude's beat all of Legato Del Fantasma. Had just that put dude, Joe to sleep Joe to sleep the week before. Finn Balor. Remember that guy? Finn Balor's challenging for for the championship. Universal Championship. You know why he left NXT? Because the got NXT his... champion, Karrion Cross beat him and put him away. Sent yes. him off to the main roster. Exactly. Because he couldn't do it here anymore. Didn't want to swim with that fish. Uh-uh. Jeff Hardy, though. Jeff Hardy. One minute, 40 seconds. Yes. On a roll-up with his feet on the ropes. Karrion didn't see it coming. That's... Maybe he needs his harbinger. That is the stupidest. That's the story Vince is telling. I, I, he's going to bring Charlotte next. And he's going to be a killer again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what's interesting to me about that, though? It's interesting to me about this. Internet wrestling community has been telling me that Karrion Cross is boring, that he is not the right guy to be the NXT champ. Mm-hmm. And as soon as this match was over, it was like, it was like they had beat Big E in a minute with Goldberg. Yeah, they were they were so solidified well, in favor of Karrion. Vince is playing I chess. Brother. Always been <laughs> in favor of Karrion Cross. I love that dude, but nah, dude, there's Vince no Vince is playing chess. He knew the this would unify the the the, Vince the internet wrestling know community. Karrion Cross is. He knew that it would get him an extra. 50,000 viewers like it did on NXT you know what I this did? week. You know what I did when these two segments in a row happened? And I'm not joking to you, Kevin. You, you know turned what I, it off. I turned away. the show off. <laughs> came back, finished it later. I, I I came back and fast-forwarded through the last few minutes of it. Uh-huh. I, I didn't... I was done. I'm not even joking. Right. This segment and the one we're about to talk about... With Lashley. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Those two segments... I turned the show off. Right. Uh, so let's get to Lashley. Interesting. Lashley is your net. 
when Lashley comes out one hour 47 minutes into the episode he is the only thing on the show besides the two competitors or the competitor and the prospective competitor mm-hmm. till uh, the 207 mark of the show yes so Lashley comes out he's the man we're going to continue to prove we're the man we're not partying anymore yeah. open challenge Keith Lee comes out yes through the roof Loved it. I was so excited. I was hyped. Great matchup. Great. How how are you going to mess this up? Lashley goes over. Just like he should. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's a killer. Uh-huh. Yeah, I brought back I brought back Keith Lee for what? That was a setup for what really matters. What really matters. Not Keith Lee. Dum, dum, dum. Yeah, where's Gilbert when you need him? Goldberg comes out, marches to the ring, and screams... I'm next. Turn the show off. Okay, I had a little interaction with Pro Wrestling Sheet on Facebook. Mm -hmm. And he was mad like you. And I was, I mean, you know I don't don't enjoy Goldberg. I never have enjoyed Goldberg. I know. I know you don't. But I thought to myself, okay, if we do this, because we're going to do it. So if we do this and... Lashley goes over Goldberg like Goldberg goes over everybody else. And you put more eyes on your champion. And he, for whatever you'll call it, pretty much ends the era of Goldberg having chances to wrestle for titles with a... Because Goldberg's not going to go out there and wrestle 10 minutes anyway. Dude, Goldberg ain't going to wrestle three minutes. Right, so if Bobby goes out there, eats a spear, gets up, lands a spear himself, walks out of there to champ, I feel like it's not god awful what you've done. I because you, see, you, here's my you thing: you have Bobby as the destroyer he should be. That's all fine with me. If I'm the the fact that I'm stuck with Goldberg versus Bobby Lashley at SummerSlam was only the. 20% of the irritation with this segment. Right. My irritation with this segment was I've had Keith Lee off television for seven or eight months, and I bring him back to eat a pen clean in the middle of the ring. It's stupid. Karrion Cross and uh, Keith Lee are going to be making you money 20 years from now. How long is Jeff Hardy going to be making you money? Uh, he's probably not really making the money now. How long is Goldberg going to still be making you money? To sacrifice Keith Lee to get a spot over. I'm not saying you don't do that whole thing where somebody comes out there, but you got you ain't got anybody else besides Keith Lee back there to come right. out there and eat that pen? I get it. Dude, I get it. Now, here's now, now hear me out on the Goldberg thing, jumping to the front of the line, though. I, that, that, that's, that's all WWE. I get that. Well, you know why that's good? Because you know what I don't want? What? Is a month of Goldberg beating Keith Lee and every other challenger. Mm-hmm. Running right through him. I don't want him wrestling on a single. I don't want him. It's bad enough that I'm jeopardized and that I've already fed Keith Lee's mystique to set up a Goldberg match. Mm-hmm. What I don't want for three minutes, you've traded. What have you gotten? Right. Well, hopefully you got more people to watch the show. Hopefully... For what? For Hopefully. Goldberg not to wrestle for the next month, so you, they're gonna you can get a higher buy rate for your your pay per view. You think? 
Well, I'm sure they think people will watch the show if Goldberg's on. I'm, dude, I'm going to wow. watch anyway. You're going to watch anyway. I'm going to watch. They, they about broke me. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Right. I get it. I, I might be it. over on the AEW podcast <laughs> pretty soon. I get it, dude. I get it. Trust me. It, it is mystifying. Flusterating. Now, we go into the women's division stuff and... <laughs> We get a. I'm going to go with the women's tag match and Alexa Bliss thing with Dewdrop and Eva. For Eva Marie, Dewdrop, Alexa, Playground. Basically, a retread of the thing before, except for at the end, Eva kind of trips because Lily's there this time. And mm-hmm. Lily has the magic power to put gum on the bottom of people's shoes or something. Magic. Right. Um,. I think Alexa does as good as she can do in these things. Yes, she does. And, and uh, I think more interaction between Dewdrop and Alexa would at least be more interesting than what happens when Eva starts talking. She does not impress me. It's tough. It's tough. So we get to the match, and we wind up uh, with Tamina, Natalia, Shayna, Naya in a tag match for these titles. And stop me if you've heard this. What? Uh, great wrestling. Hmm. Reggie gets up on the apron and Shayna's in trouble. It actually works, but Shayna gets distracted. It turns to after Natty pulls Reggie off the apron. Mm-hmm. Shayna gets distracted, turns to Reggie, walks into the finish. Super kick, boom, one, two, three. You know what? I think we can help Shayna out here. You know what would help Shayna out, apparently? Riddling. She's got ADHD. Well, my thing was, if you're the heel and your manager type person helps you out of trouble, why would you turn to him and tell him not to interfere? It works. Stupid. Right? It's because it's stupid, Kevin. That's why you do it. Right. And so then all of this felt like a setup for a 24-7 segment where... Reggie wins the 24-7 title and parkours his way out of there. Circus du Soleil's his way out uh-huh. of there. And don't get me wrong. I I think that Reggie fits in perfectly with 24-7. This segments. is actually, I think, if if that's our what this served to do, I can almost get behind it. Because if you're going to give me a bunch of 24-7 segments with everybody chasing Reggie... You can do all sorts of Benny Hill chase scenes with that dude flipping over stuff. All and over back, the town. All over the back <laughs> back of the place, running through the parking lot. Yeah. I'll watch that all day. Watch Truth and Akira Tozawa mm-hmm. and, and everybody else chase that and dude. And Jackie Chan segments. Yes. Right. Yes, that's that's a good move for the 24-7 championship. I agree. Yeah. I, I agree. I, but, that being said, I don't know that it required a... No. A world title loss and Shayna looking like a fool to do it. No, no, I don't you know. Mike could have done this in a promo style segment. What? Yes. But that wouldn't have but then he's not doing the flips in front of a live crowd. Yeah. And he and that was pretty miraculous what he what he did in, oh. in like slick shoes. Dude, the man I mean, he's legitimately so... he's amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I yeah, cannot take yeah. anything away from Reginald. Yeah. No, that dude's good. Right. Right. And it's like, again, come on. Gangbanger goes to clown college, 
ends up, a, you know, a circus acrobat. Yeah, the career tra- trajectory for him being on your television every Monday night. From, and now a pro wrestler. Yeah, it's amazing. That's yeah, my main, good for him. Good what for a, him. What a life. The true um, story of Doink the Clown. <laughs> okay, now uh, Charlotte is in the middle of the ring with her belt, her championship title. Uh, Rhea comes out. Uh, Rhea wants to fight tonight. I'm, I'm going to just kind of gloss through this because I think the important thing is where, where we eventually got here. Yes. Charlotte's like, you don't deserve a chance. You can't even, after what I, what I, what I did to you last night, you can't mm-hmm. compete tonight. This is silly. Shayna and Pierce come out and say if she wants to fight, she can fight. They do have a match. It is the main event of the show. Yes. Because of the live audience in the Cena and the way they put booked Bobby into a very uh, con- concise segment. Mm-hmm. Um, the, if there was a thread, it was this championship and this championship match. Mm-hmm. They did not do a lot of mentioning of the women's championship winner. No, they, which was smart, smart. as where we were going. We get a fantastic matchup. We get Charlotte going incredibly, uh, predictable as things go south on her. Mm-hmm. Having been through a tough match, having to cheat. And really go deep into the Ric Flair uh-huh. bag of tricks to pull this thing out. So this time she's going to go to another Ric Flair bag, which is, I'm going to take my title, I'm going to leave. Uh-huh. She takes the title, she walks away. Now, this is at like the two-hour and 57-minute mark mm-hmm. when she picks up that belt to walk away. So there's only like three minutes left Yeah, you, you're kind of like, ah, yeah, 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 let's see how this is going to play out. What they managed to get accomplished... From the moment Rhea starts beating her down with, you know, maybe two and a half minutes left, mm-hmm. throws her back into the ring, hurt, and then your girl comes down, Nikki at Ash. Ash. A-S-H. Almost a superhero to cash in her money in the bank. There's like, when she starts running, there's one minute. Yeah. She runs. Hands that belt to the dude, and it didn't feel like crazy rushed any more than it felt like you would rush anything in that situation yes. because you don't want Charlotte to recover. Uh-uh, I gotta take advantage of the spot. Right. And so she, you know, immediately climbs top of the rope, crossbody, one, two, three. She's your freaking champ. Uh-huh. Uh cashed in from a, a one night thing. Amazing. Yes. What a beautiful story. Turned it. Uh, so great. Mm-hmm. Charlotte's your loser. Nick was saying after on our on our Money in the Bank uh, review, Nick was saying how he hated Charlotte winning to Rhea. And I said, well, you're not going to hate it so much if Nikki's standing over mm-hmm. at some point. They did it. Right, right, yeah. In 22 hours or something. Yeah. 26 hours later. You know what I mean? And what a great story to have her literally – Nikki Cross never complains, never just they hand her whatever. She goes out there and does, does it, it, whether it's, you know, Alexa's going to beat you up this month because she's turning heel or uh, Sanity's not working, so you're going to be a comedy act. Whatever mm-hmm. it was, they hand it to her. And she goes to Vince, she pitches this concept of being a superhero because I feel like Butterfly, I don't know what it is. I, I don't, don't know. know. But it works for her. Mm-hmm. She goes out there, pitches it to Vince, and Lo and behold, a month later, she's the world champ. And even if it's only for a week or so, 
I would love it if they would just let her figure you out a way who, to win a quick match on do, Charlotte. Do you know who this minute. is the biggest insult in the world to? And who's sitting over there right now going, what the? Hurricane Helms? No. Oh. <laughs> Ricochet. Yeah. Ricochet's like, what? Right. Right. Because he's, he's spectacular every night out. I, 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 I do that. Mm-hmm. I pitched the same idea to you. You buried me. Right. Right. And now he's just now starting to get a little traction again. Now, Ricochet has gotten to wrestle for titles here and there. but Yeah, I remember his great, stunning match with Brock Lesnar. That that was sure one for the ages. Yes, yes. But, now that being said, the that it was wonderful. Yes. That was a wonderful little thing. And the fact that they were professional enough to tell that story in three minutes... And get it over and have the show run to credits with, let's see, I wrote down what Corey said there. He said, who said superheroes aren't real? Who says dreams don't come true? Nikki Ash is your women's, is your raw women's champ as you cut to commercial and she's in the crowd in the fans' arms. That almost makes up for burying Kofi (laughs) Kingston. Uh, Keith Lee. Carrying Cross. Hey, I'm gonna start calling a, you Drew McIntyre in, in a 48 hour period. <laughs> Fun sucker. <laughs> 48 hour period. And what about Veer? Yes, Veer's, poor Veer. Veer's in the back in the ice bath. Oh my god. For god. a promo segment. I just thought about this. You buried Kofi and Keith Lee for a Goldberg segment. Oh, absolutely. I, I, I'm not. I'm not going to jump to Keith Lee was buried, but. Because I think that him going deep into a match with Lashley, considering what Lashley had just done to Kofi, is is you know first match back. I don't, I'm not going to say he's buried, but I do think you used his debut as a to set up Goldberg, mm-hmm. which is a waste of a debut. So I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just not saying. I I, I don't think. He's really buried. I don't think Vince thinks of it as buried, but he keeps he'll do this stuff again. It's like Braun Strowman, right? But but a it, death of a thousand cuts. Oh, I'll I'll, I'll use him in this spot. Right. I, I I'll just use him in this spot this one time. And before long, you've noticed, man, this dude loses. Whenever a lot. it matters, he whenever it matters, big yeah. show, big show, yeah. And with the absence of a big show, with the absence of a Braun Strowman, uh, he's got gender. But if gender don't start taking don't don't if gender doesn't become the guy that eats the pins on Raw, uh huh. Keith better hope he gets drafted to SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Cause he's the big guy that can be put in that spot. Yeah. That, and then Vince's idea is all well, he's a big guy. I can just, you know, he's always gonna be big, so if I need him to be but he never gets around to it and then he gets himself, Well, that guy's lost a bunch of times. I can't do it. It's like, dude. Right. Or you gotta turn him heel. Yeah. And Keith Keith has so much potential to be like, oh, but like we've, we've said when he was in NXT, mm-hmm. he could be a modern Dusty Rhodes. Yeah, a non-boring babyface. You know, and yet here we are. Yes. And uh, yeah, he's they, about to be. He hey, he's about to be the modern Dusty Rhodes. There's no, the WWE Dusty Rhodes. Oof, polka dots dancing with Sapphire. Um. <laughs> But there is no question that the last three weeks where we turned Bobby from 
Oh, I like that. Party guy to killer. That is not a problem for me at all. Here's the real problem. I love where Bobby is right now. Mm-hmm. And they are finally booking Bobby like he needs to be booked. Yes. I agree with that. If Goldberg runs through that dude, ding, ding, fiend style. Boom, hits him. One, mm-hmm. two, three. Which is all he's going to do. He's either going to hit him one, two, three, or get hit one, two, three. That's it. That's your only two. You'll Jack, know. Maybe a jackhammer. Although, if I'm yeah. Bobby, I'm pitching not to take a chance on winding up like Undertaker. No, 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 but no. I don't want to be crippled. If you do that, you literally spent a month of our television time to make Bobby lose to Goldberg. So, in that sense, you would have buried Kofi, Keith Lee, and Bobby Lashley. Well, Drew McIntyre, too. And Drew McIntyre for Goldberg's segment. Unless, of course, this is all to get Drew to go over Goldberg. Oh, God. Because that's how you get the belt back on Drew. That is how you get the belt back on Drew. That'd be so stupid. You know that's where we're going. Oh, God. Because the ultimate is to have all of this be to feed this beast that keeps coming back and, and... to the in the fans' mind, ruining in the consistent wrestling fans' mind, ruining the show, mm-hmm. except for the gold people who really are heavily into Goldberg's back. Lose to your champion who you've made a dominator, and he, for lack of a better term, retires this man who has constantly, no matter what, been able to run right through your champions mm-hmm. over the years, creating an even more immense dominator of a champion. Yeah. That is not what we will get. No. We will get Goldberg holding the championship high until Drew is holding the championship high. Yes. That that sounds much <laughs> more likely to me. <laughs> Made me want to cry. I didn't know that was possible for now. Okay. So this is our review. We will talk about SmackDown and more about the John Cena stuff in another episode that will be coming out at the same time today for Justin. Woo! From EKP, this has been a sports sort of entertainment podcast. It's entertaining moments. Yes. It's entertaining moments. Thank you, Nikki Cross. That's awesome. Saving the saving the whole show. Yes. Check out our friends at The Gin Project, the G-I-N-N Project.com. Go Copyright home. Copyright 2021. Oh, yeah. Oh, I screwed it up again. Terrible. That's why I switched it up for you. <laughs>